A black cat! He's going to bring me bad luck! Show us what you know about luck. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not The Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octavian Macias, and today I'm talking about a controversial animated feature, at least controversial in the field of animation. Now, I am a big fan of a lot of Disney. I'm a big fan of a lot of Pixar. And for the longest time, I did consider John Lasseter to be one of those inspiring figures in in my life. Like I, I thought, like oh, you know, you know, great storyteller. You know, he, you know, the fact that he was in charge of both Pixar and Disney was amazing. And you know, even though I I, I knew, of course, he wasn't a perfect man. Uh, I you know I I thought like you know you know he's one of the great filmmakers of our time. I mean, you know, Pixar really is something special so it was heartbreaking to learn that this guy that i had so much respect in was actually a monster he was you know to put it bluntly sexually harassing um people who worked with him for years they were covering it up and even when it was revealed they were still kind of hiding it they were just saying like oh he was touchy he would hug people too much or stuff like that and it's like yeah be honest you know that wouldn't be why he would get in trouble like you know yeah that might raise some flags but you know if it was just something as simple as that you know i'm pretty sure most people would have been like you know he's not a bad guy he's not doing anything wrong or at the very least be like okay you know maybe we should be more cautious around him and, you know, teach him why that's wrong. Obviously, he did much worse than what they were trying to say. And, yeah, it's, to this day, it's always kind of hurt because it's like, you know, this is a guy that, for me, was such a major influence in what I would do. Like, you know, obviously, there's other people and there always will be other artists to love. But, you know, it still always hurts when one of the major influences uh, turns out to be bad. When they kicked them out of Disney and Pixar, I... You know, I fully understood, and I was like, yeah, this guy shouldn't come back to this field. You know, of course, you know, there's always a chance of him changing, and if that's true, fine, but it, it's still much more of a process than just, oh, a couple of years without doing a movie, and then he's back. Like, you know, it takes some extra apologies. It takes some, you know, like, it would be a lot of hard work, and, you know, I haven't seen it, or at least haven't heard any of it come through with John Lasseter. When a new movie of his was announced, uh, he was put in charge of Skydance Animation, and they were doing a movie called Luck, which is what I'm talking about today. There was not much confidence. It was still like, yeah, this is not a good idea, because if he's, you know, still harassing people, this is not going to be good. And from my understanding, it was not a pleasant picture at Skydance. Apparently, people were leaving. Uh, Emma Thompson was at one point supposed to be in this movie, but she left because of that. And it's been said that while he was at meetings in this, he would constantly fall asleep. Uh, it's been said that they had to pass around notes saying, like, oh, no, he's a different man now at um, Skydance, which is like, that's never a good sign. And, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of things, so it's like... Yeah, this is not a good idea to do this. But you know what? He did do some good movies um, while he was at Pixar. He was in charge of Disney for a bit. And, you know, most of what he produced, you know, was pretty good. So as much as I I do not support what he's doing, the movie cannot turn out that bad, right? Luck has to be at least a fairly decent movie. I mean, obviously, there's going to be controversy no matter what. Obviously, 
I do not support what he does, but I, I do think that okay, doing the whole ignore, you know, separating artists from the art and considering that there's other people that work on this, it's gotta be at least decent. It's gotta be fine. Um, I'm not proud of it, but, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, use the actions of one man to um, disparage the action of a lot of people because, of course, if you were to do that, then there'd be a whole bunch of movies that would just lose all quality. And not that that's necessarily um, something that I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, we should ignore what one man does because, you know, other people work on the movie. Obviously not. I I'm just saying, like, you know, it it's nuanced, I get it. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's going to be complicated. Um, I'm not going to be happy about, you know, the fact that this guy is looming large over a production that is, you know, it, it, you know, wh whatever the quality of it is, you know, the fact that he's involved with it. But given his past work, I'd assume that maybe it's at least decent, um, an uncomfortable but decent watch. Then reviews started coming in for this movie, and they were trashing it, and I'm like, okay, not that they're wrong. I, I, at least I didn't feel like they were wrong, but I was just like, you know, maybe they're just, you know, going off of, you know, John Lasseter's demand instead of the movie. And even though I understand that, and I, I will not disrespect that, because, if you know, if you feel like, you know, him being a monster is more than enough for you to disqualify this movie, I get it. But, you know, I, I do feel like, okay, is that really giving a fair shake to this movie? So, okay, let me go in with open open mind. It's probably fine. It's probably just not a great movie. And Kim looming, looming over it uh, is what makes it worse. And, yeah, no. This movie is that bad. Even if John Lasseter was not the, the monster that he is, even if this was just him leaving Pixar because, I don't know, maybe it was his time to go and he just felt like starting something new, going a different way from Disney, it's bad. It, it is a bad, bad, bad animated feature. It's one of the worst animated features I've seen in recent memory. It's uh, one of the worst movies I've seen this year. That the Pinocchio movie, that bootleg one with the Polish Shore, is the only thing that's worse than that is less so because this is better written or anything. It's more so that, it, well, at least there's some effort into this, and at, at the very least, it's not that, where it's just a, a cash grab made to trick um, parents into buying this stuff, which if that is the level of quality that you're working with, that you're only just better than the cash grab um, Walmart bargain bin movie, uh, yeah, that is not a great sign. And it's disappointing because, again, you, you got, you know, someone who was talented on this, but it's like, yeah, regardless of John Lasseter was like, this movie would still be shit. I'm sorry. His actions, of course, make it even worse. I will admit that much. But even trying to separate the artist from the art, you made a bad movie. And yeah, this is far and away one of the worst things I've ever seen from a, a, a guy, you know, doing um, his post-studio follow-up. You know, Jeffrey Kanzenberg, um, one of the other former heads of Disney Animation, you know, he was kicked out in the 90s for much, you know, something 
he, he was still a pretty shitty, shitty person, but not not in the same way as you know being a sexual harasser. But you know he he was a, a, a pretty shitty person, and he started DreamWorks, company that has had great movies. And you know the first movie he did, um, the first movie that you know he put out from his new studio once he he took over was um, Ants, which is a fairly good movie. It's not great. It's not um, anything too special. And admittedly, that also has its own problems, given who's the lead in it. But it's at least a, a fairly decent movie. Uh, even going beyond that, you know, whether it's The Prince of Egypt, uh, you know, um, The Road to El Dorado, and of course, eventually Shrek. Those are all, you know, solid movies. I do not have that same kind of hope for this studio. And it's not just because that John Lasseter is a horrible person. It's um, also just that, like, if this is what they shat out as their opening feature, there's not much hope. Because it's clear that John Lasseter is desperately clinging to his Pixar days with this. It really does feel like something that wants to be Pixar but can't be Pixar. And it's throwing in a bunch of stuff that is just Pixar generic. And look, let me just get the plot right away. In luck, the story is that you have this girl who is now an adult. Uh, she used to be an orphan. And because she's an adult, she's moving out. She's got in her own apartment. She's got in a job, which, I mean, I don't know if orphanages actually do this kind of kind of support, but if, if they do, I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's something I've never seen before. Neat, but not something that special. But, you know, it, whatever. Uh, her name is Sam, and she's just an unlucky person. And the way they go about this is really bad because it's like, it wants to be like a slapstick comedy, like something like, you know, like a Hotel Transylvania or like a classic Goofy short or something. But since it's done in the Pixar way where it's grounded, real world, like um, down to earth, it feels very schmaltzy. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, that's kind of what came to mind when I saw it. And it just feels like no one is this unlucky. Like, is this going to be a part of the plot where it's going to be revealed that um, some of the bad luck creatures are fucking with her? And no, it, it never does. But yeah, it's super unlucky to the point that it's like, I get it. She has bad luck. Can we just get to the story? Because this is just dragging on and on and it's not even funny. It's not even cute. It's just annoying. And her main thing is like, she's still friends with one of the other kids who's much younger, who you know, is an orphan. And she's you know rooting for her to get adopted. Because she's like, oh, you know, it gets sad when you're alone. And You'd think this would be the emotion core, and it tries to be the emotional core of the movie about, you know, finding your family, but it's never delved into it enough where it really matters. Like, it, there's no tear-jerking moment. There's no real emotion to, to it. It's just, oh, well, she's sad because she doesn't have um, a family. Okay, whatever. And then one day, when after having a bad day at work and everything... She meets um, Bob, which is a black cat, voiced by Simon Pegg. Uh, he's a Scottish cat, which, um, according to Scot Scottish lore, you know, black cats are lucky. Didn't know that, but that's kind of neat to know. Uh, and Bob leaves behind a, uh, a lucky penny, which makes Sam very lucky. But then she accidentally loses it, and it turns out that Bob didn't give it to her. He just accidentally dropped it. And... This is where pretty much most of the story comes in because she's trying to help him find the coin while he's trying to figure out how to get the coin and pretty much not lose his job because him losing the coin will result in him being banished. Doesn't really make much sense because 
as the movie goes on, they they reveal that there are ways to find um, lucky coins. So it'd be like, why don't you just apologize to the to the people in charge? Like, hey, look, you know, the collar that I was given, you know, accidentally dropped it, and you know, it's it's not my fault. So you know, I shouldn't be banished. Um, and even when when that part of the plot is kind of resolved, that's kind of the gist of what he says. So it's like. Well, why did we go on this whole adventure of you two trying to find a way to get this lucky coin um, to replace the lucky coin you lost or to just get the lucky coin back or whatever? It's such a bizarre um, story um, choice that just drags on and on and it's just boring. I mean, it's clearly like the whole Pixar thing of, oh, two characters are lost, but they're finding um, their way through the world, except only one of the characters is actually lost, which is the girl. The, the cat is, I mean, he's in his own world and he's aware of everything. So it's just like, wait, shouldn't you be aware of like half of this stuff? And I know that they eventually reveal like, oh yeah, he's actually a bad luck cat because he's actually an English cat, which made me laugh my ass off. I'm not going to lie because, and this is unintentionally because, you know, Simon Pegg is doing a, like this thick Scottish accent and then he completely drops it once he reveals that he's actually an English cat who's not lucky because he's like, oh, I'm I'm not a Scottish cat. I'm an English I'm an English cat. It's like, granted, not like that, and you know, much better. I'm sorry if I've offended anyone, but that's kind of where it's at. And I'm like, why? Like this is so stupid. It's sad because it's like these are all beats that have been done in other movies, but better. And it's like this is what you put out. But whatever, like, so that that's generally the story. And, it, you know, even that kind of screws everything up because it's like, okay, so he actually had a second lucky coin with him the whole the entire time. It's just that he wasn't giving it away because then he would have lost his good luck, which I'm like, why didn't you just put that in when you um needed to be check in your coin? That way they wouldn't have noticed, especially considering that you know, once he finds out, like, oh, yeah, they have, they have a drone where they could um, locate the, the, the coin, he could have easily just been like, okay, here's, you know, my coin, um, and once I get the other one, I'll keep that one. Like, it makes no sense, and we're never given enough time to fully understand, like, why he chose this life other than because good luck is good. Uh, we, we don't get a sense of, like, oh, how was his life in the bad luck world? Or, you know, whatever. Like, I, I know they do try to do the whole, like, oh, well, bad luck is actually good. Because sometimes, you know, when you have bad luck, you look at the bright side of things. Or you meet people that um, you normally wouldn't have if you didn't, if you only had good luck. Which I'm like, that's not a great message. But it's a fair message. But, you know, it never really comes across to the, to the cat in any meaningful way. So it's like, Why? And, of course, because we can't just end it like that, uh, once the thing is solved, once they find their coin and all that BS, eventually Sam is like, okay, well, what if we turned off all the good luck, I mean, all the bad luck, so that we could only have good luck, you know, just for a little bit, just so my friend could get adopted. You know where this is going. It turns out that turning off bad luck is bad because it, you know, destroys the machine and now everything's all messed up. I mean, they say that, Everyone's going to have bad luck, but it seems more like everyone's just not going to have good or bad luck, which is just like, wait a second, then isn't that just regular life? I mean, you know, sometimes good things happen to you, sometimes bad things happen to you. What? 
But then once they figure out a solution to it and find, because it's like, oh, there needs to be a good look stone and a bad look stone to balance everything out. Uh, Jane Fonda, who plays this good luck dragon, like the person who's in charge of like the the good luck world, turns out to be like the, the twist Pixar villain. And is just like, oh, um, I don't like bad luck. So I'm going to just put in two good luck stones. That way um, we have nothing but good luck, which I'm like, didn't you just see what just happened? There was nothing but good luck, and then everything collapsed. Like, you're really just going to risk that all again for this. And, of course, it's even more of a waste of time because the main character even tells her, like, you know, within, like, two minutes, hey, this is wrong, don't do it. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, it's wrong. Her friend gets adopted, but she visits her, and the cat lives with her now and Deanne, and it's just like... This is such a stupid fucking movie. Just this whole journey of them trying to get the coin, which, you know, the cat already had an extra coin, so that didn't make sense. And exploring this role, which they don't even properly explain, because it's like, okay, I get an idea of how good luck works, and, you know, you know, but them setting up, like, okay, in Scotland, uh, black cats are, are good luck. You think, like, okay, so there's going to be a multicultural look at luck, which, you know, might have been interesting, but no, they mostly just stick to Irish good luck and that little bit of Scottish good luck. So, okay, bad luck world, barely even touched upon. It's just, oh, well, there's, like, ugly creatures, like trolls and uh, roots, which I guess is, like, the root of all problems. I don't know. But, um, I don't know. It's not a world-crafted world. It's not like Pixar where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, once you get an idea of how, like, the brain works, it feels like that's exactly how it would be like or... Like with Monsters, Inc., with the monster world, it feels like that's how it would be like. Of course, there's always different interpretations, but none of it feels like this is like a, a well-thought-out, fully-fleshed-out world that teaches you how luck would be like in this world. It, it just feels like a half-assed world. And that's not good, because it's not. It's just lazy storytelling, and it's not interesting. It's not fun. It's just bad 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 i mean I, i'm not gonna lie i i did even though I, I mentioned that I, I haven't watched illumination movies for who knows how long to kill some time a few weeks back i did end up watching um the minions um sequel which not a great movie same problems that i've always had with illumination but you know what i would rather watch that again over this trash it's that bad i mean the whole thing is just lazy and like I said, full of the stuff that you wouldn't normally see in Pixar movies to the point that it's just like, this is the guy that was in charge of Disney at one point? This is the guy that, you know, crafted so many classics? Like, you know, this movie's even advertising itself as from the visionary who brought brought you Toy Story and Cars. And look, I, I say this as a fan of Cars. I don't care, you know, who says, like, well, you know, the, that should have been an indicator. Like, no, even if you don't like Cars... This is uh, much worse than Cars, and I say that as someone who does like Cars, but trust me, at least with Cars, it's still a, a pretty fully realized world, even though people question certain things, but I feel like that's just stuff that's overboard. It's kind of like questioning why um, security cameras cameras don't catch toys moving around in, in um, Toy Story, and the one time they did acknowledge that, it's just like, okay, but why is it only a, a toy monkey looking at it? Whatever. This... It's an embarrassment. I mean, even from the animation, it's not even 
great because it looks like a standard Pixar movie, but without the detail of like the more recent ones. So it's still, I would say, like maybe a decade back in terms of quality. And even from that standard, it's not good because at least with like, you know, decade old Pixar movies, whether it's like, you know, Cars 2 or, you know, Up, um, Toy Story 3. They all had some really interesting stuff to go on. Like, you know, the jungle was interesting. The cities were interesting to look at. Just all those little details. This doesn't have that. Like, it's good animation. I'll give you that much. But it, it's a prime example of something where it's like, you have good-looking animation because of the tools that you have, but you didn't create anything interesting to look at with it. This is not a very cinematic-looking movie, other than just the detail is there to make it look like better than you know your average cg thing but since there's nothing interesting done with it it's like yeah i i would and granted i did watch it at home that's how i would do it regardless even if i did like it i don't know man and even the characters don't really work too well because you know like you have the sam and bob characters who are supposed to be like their typical pixar opposites you know she's the unlucky one he's the, the lucky one and it's like Look, for most of the time, they're just complaining to each other, mostly Bob complaining to her because he's like, oh, I don't like this, I just want to do this. And he's, you know, constantly pushing people away, which you think is going to be like, okay, that's going to be like the main thing he learns, like to be more friendly to people and more accepting. But it's kind of glossed over because it's just like, oh, at the end, he's now friends with the girl. And, you know, now he realizes that maybe he's been too harsh on the people that have been actually nice to him in his role, like his assistant and the unicorn and whatever. But, um, I could give a fuck. As a movie, even if John Lasseter didn't have the allegations on him, even if it wasn't John Lasseter, like even if it was just some up-and-coming studio with some up-and-coming producer who made this, it would still be bad. It's not a matter of me just being like, oh, the sexual allegations is what makes him, um, what makes this movie bad. I'm judging this by its own quality, and it is still bad. Like the fact that you know it has that looming over it is is what makes it worse and what makes it more uncomfortable to watch. But even removing that, it would just be the one of the worst movies I've seen all year and just one of the worst movies in recent years for animation. It's just a joke. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really like being this negative, and I really was hoping going into it that there would be something nice about it because I was kind of hoping that I could say, like, look, it is everything that's wrong with it, you know, you know with John Lasseter is, of course bad for this and it, it, it does suck but you know what i was hoping that this would be another you know fair competition for 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 disney i was hoping it would at least be a decent enough movie that not not that i would say like oh now we ignore what john lasseter did but to a point where i'm like okay well now i can say like well what he did was bad at the very least there's a, a new studio that works and Hopefully they kick him out um, and can can find a stride. And you know what? Fuck it. I hope they do kick him out. I do hope that it turns out that by kicking him out, their next feature is much better, which hard to say considering that a lot of former Disney people are coming over to him. Like Brad Bird is one of the people, you know, coming over to him, which I'm like, like, I get it. You're friends with the guy and, you know, he, he stood by your side, but I don't know, man. Like if... if if you're looking at all the stuff he did and are still willing to, you know, support him, even though he hasn't made an effort to actually change, you're kind of proud of part of the problem. So that that's really disappointing on your end, too. I mean, I hope that his movie is good in the sense that Brad Bird normally makes good movies, but 
just knowing that he's still supporting this guy is disappointing and it doesn't give me too high of a hope for what he does. I mean, even if it turns out to be great, that thing will be looming with, again, the problem of having John Lasseter involved. I don't know. I I really don't know. I, I don't want to be super negative. Because, you know, going beyond the, the animation, like, the boys cast in this is fine for the most part. Um, Luck, you know, has celebrities like, you know, you normally would expect with animated movies now. But they do use them well. Um, Simon Pegg, well, I... <sighs> I love Simon Pegg and other stuff, and he's not even bad in this. I mean, he is, you know, he's fine. I mean, you know, he, he works well in it. I mean, he's doing a good voice, and even when he drops the Scottish accent and just reverts to doing his own um, his own English accent voice, you know, it, it's whatever, you know, it's fine. Um, but no, this is, the character suck. The story sucks. The visuals aren't interesting. The world is not an interesting, you know, world. It doesn't build it the way that Pixar does and, you know, does it right. Where, you know, once you see the movie, it feels like that's one of the most accurate um, interpretations you've ever seen. It's... It's just a giant mess. And as far as movies go... Yeah, this is one of the worst I've ever done. This is probably the angriest I've ever been on any of these. I'm not entirely sure, but just thinking back, you know, even compared to Pinocchio, which I think is still a much worse movie, uh, Pinocchio, True Story, this is the one that left me more angry, and the more I think about it, the more it just disappoints me. Well... Hopefully next week I do watch something that makes me happier. Yeah, all I can say is thank you for listening and I hope to see you again next time with me hopefully being more positive because, yeah, this was a very negative um, episode and, yeah, look, I'm not even going to pretend on it. it. It was a bad movie. Flushed it down the toilet. You did what? You flushed my panty down the toilet? What did you do that for? Thank you for coming on and listening to me today. If you enjoyed it, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can follow my podcast. It's on Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support me even more, there's always the option of Patreon. Patreon is a great way to support artists. And with that, you can always put in a dollar or even more. It's all up to you. All just to help produce the show and other things I may do. Thank you again. And I hope to see you in the coming future.